you are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 86. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, yum moms, how are you? I have an amazing panel of wonderful yummy mummies ready to drop some inspo. So wherever you are in your journey, whether you are just starting out or you are in maintenance mode, these women are going to give you some amazing rememberings or maybe new thoughts that just totally blow your mind. So wherever you are, I want to offer that this conversation is really worth listening to and diving into. I learned a ton from this conversation. So I really want you to enjoy it. It was so soul-filling and just so uh, real. And I asked questions that I've never asked my clients before, which is super fun. So it's not going to be questions that you've ever heard me ask my other clients. And what I want to offer to you is that if you see yourself in these women and they just spark a little bit of possibility, I really want to encourage you to go to laraconley.com and apply for the Yummy Mummy experience. So applications are open. Enrollment is open until July 14th. So you go to lauraconley.com, you click work with me, you fill out your application. It takes about five to 10 minutes. And within 24 hours, I'm going to let you know whether or not you are in. And then on July 18th, we are going to hit the ground running. We're going to lose weight for the last time. So if you are newer to me, maybe you don't know what the Yummy Mummy experience is. The Yummy Mummy experience is my six-month group coaching and course that guarantees you, that is right, people, guarantees, guarantees. That means body back or money back, right? You do the work, which PS is not hard, and you lose weight for the last time. So let's go. Six months of fun. And you guys, it's so doable. So we meet every Monday for six months, July 18th, all the way through January 20th, which is awesome. You really want to lose weight for the last time when you are in a container that teaches you the skill of being at your natural weight when you're doing life so that you don't dread life. This is a win-win, you guys. This is not a, all right, lose weight and feel good, but also give up my social life. Give up the cupcake. No, I promise you, this is a win-win. Life is better over here. I promise you. And that's why I loved interviewing these women. They are living, breathing examples. And if you're at the beginning of your journey, they were too at one point. And all they did, the only difference between you and them is they took that leap. They took just one step in the right direction. And then they let the experience guide them for the next step and the step after. So we meet every single Monday on Zoom. You can watch the calls live or you can watch them recorded. It's totally up to you. It is actually really simple and dare I say easy. It's easier than anything else you've tried. That's for sure. 
So what do we do inside the Yummy Mummy experience? We create a plan. We co-create a plan that you actually love that balances your hunger hormones so that you're no longer eating for hormonal hunger or emotional hunger. That's step one. Step two, you learn. We learn together. I teach you how to follow through on your word, how to want to follow through on your promises to yourself. Number three, we learn what to do when life inevitably happens. That's exactly why I love that this July experience is taking you all the way through the holidays. It is the best. And then last, we learn how to just never quit. We just learn how to never quit on ourselves. It's amazing. So again, go to lauraconley.com, click work with me and get your application in and let's go. Let's do this. Your life is on the line. And I'm serious about that. That's why we have to lose weight for the last time, right? So that you can get up to what you're meant to get up to in this one precious life, whether that's writing your book without all the diet drama in the way, or maybe it's just going off the high dive with your kids in a bathing suit, or maybe it's starting your business you've been scared to. These things are on the line. Let's get this out of the way. Let's get this weight out of the way once and for freaking all. I am rooting for you. Your future self is rooting for you. So go to lauraconley.com and click work with me and LFG. And in the meantime, enjoy this episode. Let yourself be filled with inspiration and possibility. Allow yourself to believe, to step into the belief that this is for you too. Have the best week ever. And I will see you next week. Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to the podcast. I am really excited because we have some yummy mummy experiencers and masters here with us today to share about their experience inside the experience and their experience just having gone through the transformations that they have gone through. And I, it's one of my favorite things in the history of the world to have my clients on the podcast because you guys can hear from me until I'm blue in the face about the different concepts I teach, the tools, why the yummy yummy method is the best ever. But I feel like it's so much more impactful for you to hear from different voices so that you can lean into possibility that yes, if they've created, if I've created it, you can create it too. So that is a huge point of why this podcast exists is so that each week, you can step in to your future self a little bit more deeply. Each week, you can borrow our belief. Each week, you can build the possibility up and slowly but surely let the doubt and disbelief go. So without further ado, let's talk to Carly. Carly, welcome to the podcast. Will you introduce yourself to us? Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Carly Delova. I live in Southern New Hampshire with my two kids, Alice and Tony. What else can I say? I'm like a diehard, love to work out, love to run, lift weights, play sports, and stay active. And I work in regulatory for a pharmaceutical company. Love it. So happy that you're here. Okay, tell us just right off the bat, because I know that you listeners 
are chomping at the bit. I can like hear you guys out there. Cause you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to know about like all the transformations, but like, did they lose weight? And like, how much weight did they lose? And da, 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 da. So Carly, tell us about like, tell us the facts, like how much weight did you lose? And what do you think really helped you lose this weight? Like if you had to pick one thought that helped you create this weight loss, what was it? Good question. So I was the same weight from like high school all the way through when I had kids and I had kids later, 39 and 40. And then I had this like 20 or 25 pounds that would not come off two plus years after the kids. So it was so frustrating because I literally had the same clothes that I could wear from college and I did sometimes. So I just was kind of feeling bad about myself, went through a divorce, had COVID, all these things as Laura knows. And the other yummy money's happened to me during the six months I was in the yummy mummy, um, moved, got a new job a lot, but that was kind of like the consistent thing was I signed up for this. I made this commitment to myself and with all these other kind of not really positive things going on, I want to do this positive thing. And it was honestly, it was easy. The Mm -hmm. other stuff in my life was so hard, but this program for me, and I had, and Laura knows I had done 75 hard. I had done Weight Watchers. I had done keto. I pretty much, I went to school to be a dietitian. So I thought I knew what I was doing. It was 10 plus years ago, but apparently I didn't because it wasn't working for me. So this individualized coaching, it, it just worked. It's, it was easy. And I just kept thinking, Hey, you know, it's working. I'm, I'm not going to give up no matter what mm-hmm. obstacle I hit. I'm just going to keep going. Oh, I love that thought. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just not going to give up. It's like the secret to life. (laughs) And so much of diet culture, right? Is the start stop is the yo-yo. So why do you think, and you kind of just spoke to it. It sounds like it was your mindset, but share with us a little bit of like, why didn't you quit? You did have all those hard things in your life, right? COVID divorce, new job, like everything, right? Like why it would have been easy for a human being to quit when all that other stuff was going on. So why didn't you quit? I'm stubborn and I'm a scientist. So like Mm. with this program, it was really spoke to my sciencey brain where the other ones were kind of like isogenics. I did that, you know, you spend money and it works for, like you said, the yo-yo, and then you stop doing it and you gain the weight. And I think I just wanted to be done with all that. I think having a daughter Mm. and not wanting her to go through, because I am a newish mom, not wanting her to have to go through all the drama that I went through. And like I said, those other things were hard. This was fun. I looked forward to the classes. I made sure I made almost every single one in person. I spoke up, I asked for coaching. It was just, it was fun. I wanted to do it. It was something for me, not for anyone else. And I love science and sure enough, it was just, it worked and it wasn't stressful. It wasn't, I'm not saying there wasn't days when it was difficult or I had to look back with love or get coaching, but it was the one thing and everything that was going on that I was like excited about and made me feel good. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Good freaking job. So awesome. Okay. Let's go to Megan. Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself and how much weight you've lost and what you think the thought was. And if you need me to repeat any of that, I will. (laughs) Okay. My name's Megan Bustamante. I'm from New Orleans. I have a husband of 11 years, two kids. And at the moment, I'm trying to grow a green thumb. 
I tend to kill a lot of plants, especially in this hot, humid weather. So I'm trying to take care of them every single day. It looks like a plant graveyard on the side of my house. Oh my God. And I'm trying to bring them back. <laughs> oh my, that is a story of my life. I'm like, this time I get these plants. I promise I'm going to take care of them. <laughs> I need to apply the yummy mommy method to my ability to keep plants alive. So bad. <laughs> okay. So that's fun that you're growing a green thumb. I love it. So I've lost 28 pounds since last year and I've managed to be able to keep it off and I'm continuing to lose weight. I've been in the diet game. I say game since I was like 12 years old. I've read all the books. I've done all the things. And that what made a difference to me this time going through Yummy Mummy was the thought that food wouldn't change any circumstance. I tend to be, or before this, I thought I was an emotional eater. I just, it was so ingrained. I thought this is just who I am. Stress spelled backwards is desserts, right? So it's justified. (laughs) Let me go for the chocolate. That's how I would justify going from like, oh, I'm feeling kind of stressed out or something's bothering me. Let me just take a nibble. And this is who I am. It was like a part of my identity. That's who I identified myself as being. And like, just in the experience, it just showed me things that I didn't know about myself. And I didn't know that that was a choice that I've made Mm. all these years. And it really resonated during the experience when we had a really big event, when we had to evacuate from a major storm coming. Mm. And it was my first time evacuating as a mom with two kids and as a homeowner. And so we had to leave New Orleans and go to Florida and just checking on our house, on our family members and friends and making sure like our kids felt safe and hearing about all the damage back home was just, it was a lot. And then on top of that, I remember all that. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, we had to continue working full time remotely and had both kids there, felt like lockdown. And then adding to the mix too was a trip to the emergency room because my son split his head open and had to get four staples. So finding an ER in a place that we're not familiar with, just lots of circumstances going on. And so Mm -hmm. my mantra at that time was like, Megan, food is not going to change any of this, will not change any of this. And that, you know, those thoughts really resonated with me and allowed me to continue honoring my protocol. And so when I returned home two weeks later, I was two pounds lighter. And after that happened, I was like, I can do anything. Like, it was just amazing to show myself that, no, I'm not an emotional eater. That's so cool. Yeah. It's a total identity shift, right? You literally became a new person, right? Because when you guys, like when we wrap our identities up in the way that we eat, it's like, we're trapped. I mean, it's just, that's who we are. It's permanent. It's a fact. It's like, And it's, I love how you're saying, oh, I didn't even know that this was like a choice because I think so many of us don't know that it is a choice, right? It's just who we are. It's just like permanent. Yeah. That's so cool. That is you. Oh my God. I remember watching the whole thing. I, it was almost like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it was almost like you were watching your new self and like a bit of disbelief, like, oh my God, like I'm not eating like at the yes. vending machine at the ER. Like it, it, it was like so cool. It was definitely a cloud nine moment. Oh, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. That just sense of pride and accomplishment. So, so cool. So why didn't you quit? Because I know that so many of us that have been on the yo-yo or the emotional diet roller coaster we've quit. We've quit 75 harder. Not all of us, but we've quit 21 day fix or we quit. Like, why didn't you quit the yummy mummy experience? 
I think it's because I found that it, it really worked. Like I was able to just live my life and do the yummy mummy and honor my protocol. It wasn't this thing that I had to do or this program I had to follow and everything else had to stop because I had to do this. This was all coming from a place of choice. Like I'm the one in the driver's seat and it just, it just made it easier to follow. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was following someone else's rules. I was following my own rules. Yeah. And just, mm-hmm. it was just a lot easier to incorporate that into my life. Oh, that's so empowering. That's so awesome. Okay. Wait, Carly's like chatting me. Carly, tell us how much weight you lost. She's like, wait, I'm I didn't sorry. answer the question. I think I forgot all the questions and, and Megan answered them appropriately. Yes. I did lose that, that 20 to 25 pounds from starting in October until finishing. And I've kept it off. And I have days when I go up a few pounds or down, but I don't have the scale scaries. So I know that I can get back. But yeah, for me, I never had lost that much, had to lose that much weight and had tried everything. So I just wanted to chime in on Megan's and say, that's how much I lost as well. It's so awesome. And it's so awesome to hear from you guys. Carly, you're nine months out. Megan, you're basically, you're a year out now. So it's just really cool to see because I think if we were to talk to our past selves, like they might not believe us that this is really it. Okay. Let's go to Lindsay. Lindsay, I'm so happy you're here. Tell us who you are, where you live, anything else you want to share, and then how much weight you've lost and what your thought was. Well, I am Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here. I loved working with Laura and the whole group. So it's exciting for me to get to share all the wonderful things about this program and experience that I've been fortunate enough to be a part of. I'm from Dallas. I have two children. I have a nine-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. Um, wonderful husband. We have a small business together. I'm an engineer. He runs the business side of the business and I do the engineering side of it and just have a full, busy, crazy, wonderful life. Um, I love it. I love how you describe your husband as a wonderful husband and you work together. That's like, you need a whole episode on that. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of material there. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. So I started a Yummy Mummy program in October of 2021. And since then, I've lost 10 pounds, kept it off. I know that doesn't sound super groundbreaking, but it was that 10 pounds that I had been wanting to lose and had been in a constant never-ending cycle of just mental torture trying to get past since I had my daughter 14 years ago. Well, it's never Um, about the number, right? Like I get clients all the time. They're like, can I join only have five pounds to lose? I'm like, yeah, but you have like hundreds of pounds of like mental and emotional weight, right? Right. So it really doesn't matter than the physical number because what you were saying, you were like in the land of torture, Right. And just so ready to be free of that mentally. And I think one of the things we talked about early on when I was considering doing the program was if I could have just shed the mental burden Mm. and kept the 10 pounds, that would have been fine. I remember that, yeah. And so the pounds have been a result of shedding the mental burden, which is really, for me, has been the greatest takeaway and benefit from the program. Well, tell us why, like, tell us why is that, why is it so great to like 
not have that mental burden anymore? Well, it's not something that is kind of hanging over my head that I feel like I can't get past. There's been so many things in life that I've just taken head on and never afraid of the challenge or the work that it took to accomplish whatever goal I had or whether it was professionally or in education or even being a mom or a wife working through challenges. And this was just an area that no matter what I threw at it, I didn't feel like I could ever get the satisfaction of achieving the goal of losing that weight. So that weighed on me as a constant mental yeah. you know, burden. And I, I also didn't feel good in my body. I think I could, I don't know. I mean, I think I could have those 10 pounds on again and still feel very different in my body. Yes. Where I was before. Yeah. And so it really weighed on me as a constant just loop in my brain, really occupying a lot of, of mental energy that I would rather put into other areas of my life. Yes, exactly. So, so now that you have freed yourself from that, what do you think you spend time thinking about instead? Well, I feel like there's other, these other areas, you know, I'm just curious. Well, I spend a lot of time thinking about things that I enjoy doing in life, looking at things differently, more from how much enjoyment I'm going to get out of them as opposed to the dread that I'm going to be feeling because I'm not looking the way I want to look or feeling the way I want to feel. Totally. I love you know, it. So just a just a focus on other much more exciting and positive things. Yeah. And I have a new mindset, which I think it's kind of like once once you see, you can't unsee. Yes. And so now I look into other parts of my life outside of food and weight. And think what I can be doing in those areas to grow. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of what Megan was saying too. It's like, it offers you so much more choice, not just in like what you're eating and not eating, but like in your whole life, when you realize that like, you can be whoever you want to be, (laughs) you can think whatever you want to think. Oh, that's so cool. Lindsay. Okay. Let's hear a little bit from Bonnie. Welcome. I am so happy to be here. I am Bonnie. I am from the South suburbs of Chicago. I am a mama to three kiddos. Well, not really kiddos anymore. I have two teen boys and a tween daughter. And fun fact about me would be that I love to travel and any type of movement, but not out of a place of exercise, like trying to lose weight now. It's more out of self-care and making me feel my best self. Oh, that's so awesome. That is so freeing in and of itself. Yes. So awesome. Okay. Tell us how much weight you've lost and tell us what, so you guys, the reason I'm asking them these questions is because if you go back to previous podcasts, I teach the model, which the cliff notes version of that is your thoughts, create your results. So I'm asking everybody like, what is the result you created? Like down 25, down 10, whatever. And then if you had to pick one thought that helped you create that result, what was it, right? Because if we can share our thoughts with you guys, the audience, you guys that are listening, you can borrow their thoughts. You can literally like insert them into your brain and start thinking and believing them and then move towards your desired results. So Bonnie, take us there. Tell us about your weight loss and your thoughts. 
So I have lost 34 pounds since October of 2021. And uh-huh. yeah, still, I won't say it's unbelievable because I know what I've done to get here, but I'm just so in awe of everything I've learned yeah. and how far I've come. Um, well, that's I, such a good word. That's such a good word. Awe. Like, yeah. oh my God, I did this thing that I thought that I really couldn't do that had no solution. Oh my God, I did it. It's like, I love that word. Awe is exactly right. It was like, I feel, think the thought that I still like get a little teared up when I'm talking about it, but it's, this was out of a place of love. This was not unworthiness. This wasn't, I need to be better and I'm not enough. It was like, oh, the whole time you talked about loving yourself in the moment. And for me, that was huge. And I think it was a springboard for so many other things for me and my family and just my relationships and my work. I work as a speech path in a school and I'm constantly serving others and students. And I just feel like because this was a place out of love that it just abound to so many other areas. Oh, that is so huge. I know people are like, oh, can I just love myself once I get to my weight? And I'm like, oh, nope. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't want to do the love part. Can I, I know it's so icky. Oh, but it ends up being the best because then you feel love like a lot. It's so great. So cool. Yeah. And I think that was the thing. It just was the first time it's like, no, I'm going to do this out of the place that's going to be good for me and feel good and not like you're not enough and you weigh too much and your clothes are tight. It was like, no, I want to do this because I want to be the best version of myself. Mm. And honestly, my goals as I worked on it changed. Like at first it was like 17 pounds and then I reached that and then it was 27 pounds and now I'm at 34 pounds, but that was all out of love. And like, even when I slipped up and I did, I slipped up some moments, but I could look back with love, which I know you talk about. And it was always out of a place of, okay, I I got my own back and I have the community to help me. And what can I do now? And Mm. keep getting right back on like every day is a Monday or every moment's a Monday. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so helpful to hear. Yeah. That's so good. So, I mean, you kind of spoke to it already, but like, why didn't you quit? Right. Cause we do have, do you think it is like, because you were willing to love yourself? I think that was a huge factor in it. And I also think because I saw it working and I saw it working. I mean, I lost my weight slowly. It was like five pounds a month, but I'm so glad it was slow because I learned so much in the process. And mm. now it's nine months later and it's 34 pounds. So I do feel like it was out of love, but then I also just saw it working and yeah. I didn't just see it working with the weights, everything you taught us about our thoughts and the model and feelings. I saw it springboarding to like, my relationships and my family, my husband, my work colleagues, my students. I just Mm -hmm. thought like springboard to every aspect of my life. And it was huge. Totally. I love that you're bringing that up because it almost, it can't not have like the trickle down effect, right? Like it's almost impossible. So I love that you guys get all those and me too, like, right. Cause coaching is my favorite thing as well. <laughs> and so I love that I get all those unexpected benefits. I think Carly, you wanted to say something about the exercise point that Bonnie <laughs> brought that? up. <laughs> yeah, tell sorry, us, tell us. Trying to monopolize the conversation, but you brought up a good point that I forgot to mention. Cause I know I said that I love to exercise, but I always did it. I don't think I really did love it as much. And I was doing it to lose weight. So like I had a piece of cake. Okay. Well now I got to go run an extra three miles. I drank two beers. Well, now I got to get up. Like I literally would exercise the amount I ate. And so now I noticed myself the other day going for a run and stopping and taking a picture. 
that would have never happened. I would have been like, well, I'm going to lose my nine minute pace if I go to the gym and I lift because I love to lift. Like, I don't care if I get in for half an hour. And that completely changed. Even my ex-husband said, I've never seen you not worried about missing a day at the gym. You wouldn't miss a day. You would rearrange your entire, and now you're playing with the kids. And if that's what your workout is, that you're still burning a ton of calories. So I just thank you so much because I was just a slave to working out. And now I'm like, no, I'm doing it because I love it. Oh my God. I know what, like what a prison, seriously. Like I was there too, hundred percent. I mean, I like straight up ruined vacations because I'd be like, we have to have a fitness day now because, (laughs) and my family would be like, oh my God, can we just like go to the aquarium or something? I'm like, nope, we need to go on a seven mile hike. And then like, ride bikes and all the things. It's such a point of freedom, right? To not have to be constantly calculating and like, okay, I had two beers. So that's like 275 calories. So that means I need to like be on the elliptical for 42 minutes. Like, oh my gosh. And to your point of stopping to take a picture, like I used to like not run with my friends because like I had to get the certain pace, like you're saying. And it's like, God, I was missing out on that connection. Like I keep coming back to, I've just been thinking a lot about this week, like super morbid, but like our deathbeds, like, are we going to be so grateful to our past selves for running a nine minute mile or whatever you're saying, or an eight minute mile, or are we going to be so grateful to our past selves for like having the time of our lives running along the beach with our best friend? Like, duh. You know, it makes it so clear when we can go to our deathbed. So if you guys don't like the morbid piece, like careful because I'm getting really into it. <laughs> it just <laughs> clarifies everything so quickly for us. Okay, Lindsay, tell us what you want to say because I'm guessing you have something about the exercise, which I think is so important to highlight. Yeah, my experience is very similar to what Carly talked about is for my whole life, exercise has kind of been a lifeline relative to fixing or undoing or allowing whatever is happening with food. And going into this program in the fall, which wasn't planned by me, but I had been putting off a couple of surgeries that I needed to have. Because in my mind, I knew that those surgeries were going to put me down physically. And I didn't know what my lifeline was going to be. If I couldn't go work out, I had all these thoughts and concerns around, well, if I do these things to care for myself, which is what it really is, that I was going to have issues with weight and more drama. So through the Yummy Mummy experience, I ended up doing both of the surgeries and I haven't been able to work out for, I mean, the longest stretch in my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so I lost the weight and feel better than I've ever felt physically and mentally as far as just light in my body and confident. And I'm not even working out, which is for me, something that I just would have never imagined was possible. That's so powerful. I've so been there too. Oh my God. Just so attached to the working out, like desperate. I love that. Thank you so much, Megan. Just to add about exercising, like it's just amazing to exercise with no strings attached. Like I used to think that I had to exercise to earn the dessert I wanted to eat or burn it off. And just the chatter in my brain, like beating myself up if I didn't get that workout in. 
And now when I exercise, it's because I really just want to move my body because I know Mm. it makes me feel good. That'll be better for it. And it has nothing to do with food. Like it's just so freeing to not have exercise mean anything about my weight or about food. It's all because I want to be strong and I want to be flexible and I want to age well and just to not make, have to make deals with myself or like just all the thoughts in my brain. I can sit down, I can enjoy my joy eat and just for what it is and not in my brain have to think that I have to go run five miles after. It's just so freeing. Like when you talk about the free moms, I'm like, I'm one of those moms. I'm free. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. We can end the podcast now because that is, that's that's literally all that we want, right? I had this colleague that was talking about a book that she had read about drinking and her, basically like her summary of the book about, I think it was about drinking and not drinking and your relationship with alcohol and all that. And basically her summary was, the book basically asks you like, are you free or not? Like, and if your relationship with alcohol is causing you to not be free, then like, let's look at that. I think that was like the premise of the book. And it's just, it's such a powerful question. Like, is your relationship with food creating freedom or is it creating like tightness and entrapment and same with exercise, your relationship with exercise. I think it's so huge. Okay. So Megan, tell us one unexpected benefit you created from going through the Yummy Mummy. And I know you guys are kind of already highlighting it, but I want to hear a little bit more. Like some of you guys are saying like, oh, my relationships, like what's one thing that you were like, I didn't think I was going to get this out of a like weight loss program. So the exercise, being free from exercise was definitely a benefit. I think like being able to go anywhere, like go to any party Mm -hmm. or any event, and just to be so unbothered by the food and like the event can be just super fun and never be about the food. To me, that was an unexpected benefit. Like it's just not even a thing anymore. Yeah. The other day I was doing some paperwork at my kitchen table and I didn't even realize there was like an entire box of donuts sitting next to me. Um, mm-hmm. it, they just, it was just a box of donuts. It didn't bother me, but just yeah. to be able to know that I can go anywhere and do anything and be unbothered by food. It just, it adds to the freedom. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Total freedom. I love that. Bonnie. I was going to say just kind of related to that, just being more present and playful, just wherever I am with, whether it's with my family or with my friends. I was recently on vacation. I was telling you about, and we're on the beach and I could just be present. I was with my kids throwing starfish back in the sea. And my husband took a picture of me in my bikini. And it was like, I didn't have to look at it to make sure it was okay and take 20 pictures. It was like, I was just present. He took it and it was great. And it just felt so good. I did love the picture, but it was because I think of all my mind work, not so much just being in the bikini and feeling good. I felt- um, Okay. You look yeah. so freaking smoking <laughs> hot on fire. You guys, I'm going to make her blush, but she posted it in Slack, which she totally should have. She was like, Oh my God, I don't know if I should have posted it. Yeah. That's some of the stuff you never have to do that in Slack. Right. But she did. And Oh my God, you guys, her body is like literally fire on fire because of her mind work. But I think the most important, yeah, you look fucking hot. Let's be honest in a bikini, but the bigger win is the like the playfulness, the presence, the starfish, right? I felt just confident and empowered in my own body. And I feel like my kids see that. And that's important to me. I have a daughter who's 11 
almost. And she's mm-hmm. picking up on the stuff from the media and friends. And I just think she was like, oh, mom's having fun and she's in her bikini. And it's not about just like how I looked, but I felt really good. And yeah. I think my teen boys see that too, as they're starting to date girls and yeah. just feeling confident and not putting any pressure on any other girls either, like about how you should oh. look. They're just so open and free. And it's just great to see. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Okay. Let's talk to Carly. Any other unexpected benefits that you created from going through this program, do you think? I don't know if this is a benefit, but well, it is that I used to always have to eat all the food on my kids' plates. Like I didn't want to waste it. And I'm like, oh, macaroni and cheese, whatever. And now I see it when I go to my parents' house and they have the same way. There's one more piece of chicken. There's Carly. There's one, you know, you want. And I would always be like, yep. And now I'm like, no, I'm full. Or like Laura taught me, like, it's okay to throw the kids mac and cheese. It's not going to destroy the economy. Like my (laughs) pocketbook's not going to, I'm not going to go into debt because I wasted, I would just, I didn't want to waste food. And that was my excuse. And I was eating all this extra stuff. And now I literally, the kids could have pizza a whole, and it doesn't even bother me. So that's like a huge change in my life. Yeah. I mean, think about, I talk about this all the time. Like, is it more wasteful to put it in the trash or down the disposal? Or is it more wasteful for you to put it in your body? Like seriously, because think about it. If you do eat that half a piece of pizza and then the crust of this piece of pizza, and then the another little bite over here, it's like how much time and energy do we then end up wasting on figuring out how to like punish ourselves or course correct the piece of pizza. Like we end up wasting so much time and energy on the freaking whatever crumbs. Let's go to advice. Who wants to share some advice that you might have for somebody who's struggling with their weight, who is on the yo-yo, who does feel like they're riding the roller coaster and it feels really hard. They're really struggling. What would you, what would you offer to them? Who wants to go? I would offer to them that it's possible and it's possible because this program and this practice is different. It's the real, real. Mm. It's not just another program that you do for a month with your neighbor or whatever and move on and put the weight back on and feel like you failed. So I would offer that it is a really different approach and that difference is everything. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. It just, it, and it has to be, cause it's like, I say this all the time too, but like, right. Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting right. a different result. So this is different this isn't the same thing over and over again. Cause we do work on your mind and we do work on your emotions and yes, there's like the food piece too, but it's everything. Bonnie. I would offer that this is the easiest way that I have mm. ever lost weight. And I feel like I've tried all the things from all the exercise things to wow. all the different programs. This was something just really resonated because there was just an ease factor. I felt like I wasn't making meals for my kids, meals for my husband's meals for myself. It was like my protocol worked with whatever was for dinner and we could figure it out when we went out. We could figure it out on vacation at a party. Yeah. I just felt like it was the easiest thing that I ever did. And it was also the best thing I ever did. So, oh. yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Something else to say. Megan, did you want to say something? 
Yes. Tell um, it is the best money you will ever spend on yourself. Mm-hmm. And for anyone struggling with weight, I would say, be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay to get help. I did join the experience. I felt like I was going in with my tail tops because I'm like, gosh, I know what to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. Why can't I just lose the weight? And I'm very prideful. It's hard for me to want to ask for help. So I went into it feeling very humble and the group setting can be kind of intimidating, but you quickly learn that you have more in common than you do in differences. And so it's just, you get unarmed very easily just talking to the other women or getting a lot out of their questions and their scenarios. Um, it, it's just, it's totally worth it. And it's so different too, because you're rewiring your brain. Like before Yummy Mummy, I didn't even know that a diet brain existed. I had no idea that those were thoughts that I could just say, go away. Like some, let me think of something else that's going to help me. I had no idea. Like you don't know what you don't know. So just Mm. joining this and just learning about yourself. It's just, it's one of the best things you literally will ever do for yourself, especially if you're struggling with weight. And, and like, there are just people who are of all different weight ranges that have struggled with it or have had negative thoughts about their weight. So just, you're not alone and it's okay to get help. Oh, that is so helpful. I love to just like be nice to yourself, be kind to yourself, right? It goes back to what Bonnie was saying about loving yourselves. We're really not taught that skill. It's really a skill. We're not taught how to love ourselves. So it's so important. And I do think it's normal. Like we, as a culture think like, I'm a freaking like, like Carly is saying, like I'm a dietitian. Like I should know better by now. Like, right. But we do, we have the intellectual knowing we do know, we just don't have in our bodies yet. We haven't embodied it. We haven't become it. It's not because any of us are wrong or bad. It's just because the way that our brains are set up and the way that our culture is set up, it's like, no wonder we all have diet brains. It's like par for the course. If you live in Western culture, you're going to get a diet brain. Lindsay. I'd also like to add that the unintended result that I got out of this Mm. was a clarity and the end to my confused brain from Mm. taking in constantly all of the information that's out there about what I should eat, what I shouldn't eat, what time I should eat, what time I should not eat this, whatever the latest information that's out there in the world that we're receiving about how we're supposed to eat, what's healthy this month, what's no longer healthy. I feel like I was somebody that was very well educated and understanding about what my body needed and had spent a long time practicing having the right foods in my house and a part of my life. But I was still living in the confused brain Mm. of information overload and not feeling confident that I really knew what worked for me. Now I really know what works for me. And I no longer have this just overwhelmed, confused brain that really ended up resulting in a lot of inaction on my part, just around meal planning and even feeding my kids in a way that met their needs because I was constantly trying to figure out what was the latest thing that I needed. A small anecdote, my daughter is real small in stature, but for the longest time, the pediatrician kept, you know, she needs to eat more of this, eat more of that. And so we went to see a dietitian and 
I'm talking to her and she was like, do you ever have bread, just like a bread basket with butter on the table for dinner? And I remember thinking, well, who the hell does that? I mean, this is 2020. I haven't seen a bread basket on a dinner table in three decades, but it was like, my daughter needed that, but it was because I had to create this environment to get control what I put in my body that I was, yeah, my husband and I do better if we don't eat certain things, but you know, my 10 year old and my five year old at the time didn't want just pork loin and cauliflower. It's crazy because I, somebody that considers myself very capable and educated and all of that, but I had just gotten so confused Mm -hmm. and just kind of off uh, just a clear thought path around normal behaviors because I was constantly trying to, you know, make sure kind of magic happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so helpful. I love hearing the stories like that. That's so cool. Okay. Does anyone else want to share on best piece of advice you might have for somebody struggling? Carly, go ahead. Yeah. Tell us. I think someone, I don't know if it was Lindsay or or mentioned spending money. And I was really skeptical because I'm like, well, I've spent money on all these other things and they Mm. didn't work. And why is this going to work? But I remember Laura saying, well, you do it and you don't succeed. We'll give you your money back. And I said, well, I don't want to be the first person not to succeed. And I was like, and then I added up all the money in my head that I've spent on isogenics. I don't know, buying low calorie, whatever, whatever thing I've spent, books I've bought, exercise programs. And I'm like, wait, I'm going to spend this once and then I'm never going to have to spend a dime on losing weight. So that thought Mm. and that rationalization or mathematical equation made me realize like this is totally worth it. If you make, if you figure that out in your mind, it's worth it. Yeah. That's so helpful because a lot of people have like sticker shock when it comes to the cost of the yummy mummy. Hey guys, FYI, it's $5,000, right? Like that is a lot of money, but the ROI, like Carly is saying is there, right? I mean, I'm guessing that's what you're saying. It sounds that's what I'm saying. I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's what I was saying. Yeah. But the ROI is totally there because then you're done. Then you're done. Is it a practice? Yes, it is. But you're done shelling out much, shelling out $29 a month on Weight Watchers and then like $80 every three three months on this random workout program. It's like, you're just done once and for all. And it's a little bit like what you guys were saying. It's like, you can't unsee this way of being. It's like, you've changed for the better forever. Lindsay. And I'll add that that $5,000 investment is going to support so many other areas of growth and improvement in your life from the time you start the program until forever, because it is a forever practice and it's a, a mindset shift that you can't really turn back. And then you begin to see all the other areas, whether it's parenting or professionally or your relationships with your family or friends, there's just so many very, you know, areas in life that that investment will support you in growth and improving those interactions. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I love that you guys are talking about that because I know it can be a hurdle for a lot of people and it makes sense. We're not trained just like we are trained to eat a cupcake or dessert or whatever. When we're feeling stressed, we're also trained not to spend money, not only on ourselves, but not to spend money on coaching. We're like, what's coaching? Like, what is what? Like, all right, like I'll spend some money on therapy, but like coaching, like what even is this? And yeah, it does. It trickles into all of the, all other areas. I had one of my clients, I don't know if she said this on the podcast, but at some point she had told me that her husband, who is like a financial advisor or something, had done the math on the life insurance that they would be paying for her for the rest of the for the rest of their lives. And because her health improved so much more, she got into like a new category. So just the amount of money that they're going to save on life insurance, like paid for the program. It's like so crazy. And then I think about like the actual amount of food. Like, yeah, we're not going to be spending money on Weight Watchers anymore or whatever the thing is, 75 hard or whatever the thing is. We're also probably going to be eating a little bit less. <laughs> it's so crazy. Okay. I want to hear what do you guys say when people ask you the, cause I'm sure you get like, Oh my God, you look so great. What do you say when people compliment you? And then they ask you, how did you lose this weight? Like, what is your answer to that? Because I think the answer is it's simple and complex. I'm just curious. Bonnie. Well, I think first when they ask, they start spewing out different programs. Is it keto? Is it this? Is it that? And I'm like, no, honestly, it's none of those things. And I talk about yummy mummy, but then they're like, well, what is that? I'm like, well, you can listen, but overall I go, it is something where I have learned to be mindful and work on my thoughts and relate Mm -hmm. it to my food. And honestly, my mind is different. And that is where my body is connected. There's been like a mind heart feeling connection. And that is how I lost the weight. And they kind of look at me like, it's not the answer. I'm sure they all wanted, but it is the answer. No, Everybody just wants, right. Everybody just wants like page 76 of the Tracy Anderson diet book, right? They're just like, just tell me how much, how many grams of sugar you're allowed. Yes. My brain. (laughs) Exactly. And so I feel like then they kind of start asking more questions and then they are like, Oh, that's really interesting. But I'm like, it's not an, it's an easy thing to not an easy answer, but it was the easiest way for me to lose weight. And I know I lost it for the last time. So it's the best way to lose it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Megan. I tell people that I got with a really great health coach and that it's all mindset work. And people kind of look at me like, so you got brainwashed? And I'm like, no, it's, it's the best brainwash you'll ever kind get. Of. If that's how you see it. But it's just rewiring the brain is what it is. I'm like, there's no like strict plan to follow. There's no like prescribed exercise regimen. It's just you create a protocol with mine being like no sugar, no flour. And you just let yourself go off of it one one time a week and everything else is allow power and deconditioning your desire for food. It, it all comes down to mindset work. And it's just, it's so different from all the other programs out there. Yeah. And then I, I share your podcast with a lot of people too. Oh, I'm like, go listen to it. So fun. And if, you know, consider yeah. signing up. That's so fun. I love that. I think we're going to go with it though, Megan. I think we're just going to be like, it's brainwashing. <laughs> the best kind of brainwashing. Kind of true. Okay. So, um, Carly, tell us what you want to say. Yeah. So I kind of have a different issue where people look at me and they say, 
oh, you just went through COVID. You got your husband left that you must have lost weight. And I'm like, no, this is not like, this didn't happen to me. Like I did this. That's so good. You're like, this is not like no. me not eating because I'm anxious or something. No, I would yeah. eat more. And yeah, that's I how would. I always was. So, and then I just say, I did the opposite of what I ever thought was true because the things that I learned in school, everything's changed. And, and this is all about, like someone else said it, individualized. It's not yeah. a quick fix. And I think someone just said it too, was my desire is so much lower. I used to always be eating probably because I was running 10 miles a day. I was always hungry and I don't even think about food until maybe noon every day. So yeah. I just wanted to point out that, yeah, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't because those things are the weight wouldn't still be off and I wouldn't still be. And then I say, yummy mommy, check her out. She's amazing. <laughs> so fun. Lindsay, love that. Thank you guys, by the way. Lindsay, tell us. I had a similar experience as Carly and a lot of it too is over six months, 10 pounds. It's not as noticeable necessarily for a lot of people. And then with the surgeries, they just assumed I was probably down and out and yeah. not eating. But explaining that, no, I've, I have been working with an amazing coach that I really love with a program that I believe is just completely life-changing. And I like to talk to them a lot about the allow power aspect of it because I mean it's hard in a short conversation to go through all of the elements of yummy mummy that we learn all the tools because there's so many different tools that we work on and learn about through the process but the allow power piece where I now am somebody that is in control of my thoughts as opposed to my thoughts being in control of me and so when I see that cupcake, I recognize it as a circumstance and I talk to myself like I would my child. And yeah, of course you want the cupcake, allow myself to feel that urge and ride it through and know that I don't have to answer it. And that kind of sums up for me how just on a daily basis, there's so many opportunities where I could grab the build your own popcorn bowl down in the office break room. And before I would have been like trotting down there doing it because who's not going to do it and looking yeah. for just some distraction from whatever stress I'm feeling with the workday to now being like, you know, I think about it and I'm like, well, of course that would be delicious, but I don't need popcorn and M&Ms right now. And so that thought work around acknowledging things, allowing myself to want them and just moving on because I choose to, I think is the day-to-day -day activity that has made such a huge difference in the food that I, I don't eat anymore that otherwise was just automatically going into my mouth. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like one default that wasn't serving you like this default programming of like, yeah, I just trot on down there right. and have the popcorn and M&Ms to a default like setting really that serves you of like, no, I just, that's just not what I do anymore through the allow power practice. It's so good. Oh, so helpful. Okay, you guys, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to hear from everyone, if you are down, 
in one to three words, like if you pick one word, one or two, three words, whatever, who you were before, what it felt like maybe to be you before and who you are after having lost the weight, after having gone through this program, one to three words, or it could be like, I used to feel just trapped. And now I feel like confident, like who were you before in one to three words? And in one to three words, who are you after? Who wants to share? Lindsay. I thought about this question and there was a lot of different answers I could have given, but I think really what was the most simple for me was I was somebody who often believed that I can't. Now I'm somebody who, even if my I'm offered that thought about something, I'm somebody that says, oh no, I believe that I can. And I apply that in a lot of areas. I was never somebody in some aspects of my life that believed that I couldn't. There were some aspects of my life that it was like, you could have never said you can't. But there were certain aspects of my life that I firmly believed I can't. I can't give up sugar. I can't go and be a part of some event and not eat the thing. Or even if it's something I'm dreading being a part of thinking, oh, I just, I can't, this can't be a fun event or this can't be something that I enjoy to now being somebody that's like, I absolutely can. Mm. And it's totally possible for this Mm -hmm. to be fun or this to be easy. So that is so empowering. Yeah. That's so awesome. Bonnie. So I think that I just started to lose faith that I would ever figure this out. It's been more than 10 years and I just, I felt so anxious. It preoccupied all my thoughts. It took up so much brain space. And it made me doubt myself in other areas where I used to never doubt myself. I felt like I knew, but there I just felt doubtful and a little hopeless. Like, this is just the way it's going to be. It could be worse. I'm healthy. Like, this is just it. I just can't lose the weight. That's going to be my thing. And yes, since I've slowly lost it, I just feel calmer and present. And I'm so much more playful with my kids. They're not little anymore, but I get out there with the boys and playing with them. I'm like, all right, my turn to bat. Let's go. You know, like it's just more fun. And my daughter sees it and they were playing badminton. I jump out there with them now. I feel more empowered, but I also just feel light in general, not just with the weight, but just my overall thoughts and presence. I don't know. I just feel lighter. Like your spirit is light. I know people say that that word all the time. And I do think it's such a great descriptor because yeah, you mean light like physically in your body, but like also just like lightness in your spirit and your way of being. It's so awesome. So cool. Megan. I would say before yummy mummy, I was definitely an emotional eater. I was a weekday dieter. And I was always conflicted. I just, I could eat well during the week, but then on the weekends, I'm like, no, it's Saturday. I have to eat something fun. And now coming out of Yummy Mummy or still continuing to do the work, I'm just more in control. Mm -hmm. I'm more aware and I'm a lot calmer because there's just less thoughts about food in my brain. You know, the food I eat on Saturday is the same as the food I eat on a Wednesday. Like there's not this huge disconnect between the weekday and the weekend. And if ever I do slip up, then my next moment is my Monday. I don't have to 
I don't just go ham and then wait till actual Monday to start over. It's like, no, like the next thing that I do will Mm -hmm. be the right thing. That's been the big difference for me. Yeah. That's so huge. And so how does it feel? Because my guess is, okay, this is at least how I would interpret this like 10 years ago. If I heard someone be like, my Saturday is the same as my Wednesday in terms of the way I eat. I'd be like, Oh my God, that sounds like the worst life ever. So tell us, is it the worst life ever in the same way? Or is it better? It's so much better. You just need so much more present. Like, like everyone else said, like with your kids, with other people, when you're out and about, you're not worried about trying to go get, trying to go get that, the fun food to eat and living down here in New Orleans. Like, you know, we live to eat. So I can still enjoy the food. I just, I plan for it. I plan a lot better. And it's just, it's not all about the food on the weekends. Mm. When someone, other people who like, I knew that just didn't, they had naturally thin brains and just ate for fuel, not always for enjoyment. I was like, gosh, that sounds so boring. But Mm -hmm. now like going to the other side of that, it's actually the total opposite. Yes. Exactly. It's a win-win. I think so many people think that it's like a compromise. Okay. Like people will think like, okay, like maybe I will lose this weight, but I'm going to have to give up so much in order to do that. And your illustration is just so perfect because it's like, no, you actually end up gaining more. It's not a compromise. It's not a win-lose. It's a win. So cool. Okay. You guys. So does anyone else want to share before and after? I think I'm the last one. Oh yeah. Carly. Yes. I'm quick. My fearful, shameful, and then confident and happy. (laughs) I love it. That just wraps it up in a pretty bow. I mean, what? Yeah. From shame to confidence. Huge. Okay. You guys, let's wrap this up. I want to hear from you one last thing. You know me. I'm a Gemini, you guys. So it's really one last thing means two last things. So why do you just love having lost weight? And then anything else that you want to share that you feel like maybe the audience needs to hear or you didn't share. So why do you just love having lost weight and anything else? Megan. I love having lost weight because it's just not a thing anymore. Like the weight, it's just a number on the scale and I know it'll go down. And sometimes there's fluctuations before this. I I may freak out and give up if the number went up a little bit, but now I can kind of pinpoint exactly what's going on that might've caused it to go up. Maybe I drank too much water the day before. Maybe I ate a little too much and it's just not a big deal. It's just a number. Yeah. It just gives you information. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have the power over you anymore. Yes. Yes. There's no power. So I just love that. It's not a thing. I'm just living my life and the weight and the food, it's just not a huge factor in it anymore. And as far as anything else that I want to share, like this program, it's just, it's the nail in the coffin. Like I've been in the diet culture for 25 plus years. I feel like I've done it all. And this is, <laughs> it's so different. It's so different. Oh, it's, Megan, it's what did you, wait, tell us what your husband said. Wasn't your husband like, will you be my coach, Megan? Like he wants yes, you to like start yes. coaching I'm, him. I'm a health coach wannabe for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's lost about 15 pounds. He has his own protocol that he loves. You should see he's got this pretty little PDF with like a sunset in the background and it all written out. But he's, yeah, he's a delicious daddy. I have to coach him. That's so good. I have to have him him on the podcast. I got to have him on the podcast because I think the scheduling, I couldn't have him on. But you guys, he was so funny. He's like, I don't want to be on the panel. I want my own episode. I was like, oh my God, that's so good. He has a lot to say. (laughs) 
Okay, good. We're going to have him on then. I love it. That's so cool. Okay, Bonnie. I would just say that I absolutely love being free. Like I just feel free of food drama and just free of worrying about it and being, I also love being able to like shop in my closet or go shopping and just have it be a fun. I'm not worried about how I'm going to look. I just feel just free from everything, but also I love getting in the pictures with my family. I was always kind of hiding in the back or being on the side or, Oh, I'll take the picture. Why don't you guys go get in it? And I just feel like we just went on vacation and I'm in most of the pictures this time. And it's great. Just so I'm part of the memory. I feel like there's about five years when my kids were younger. Maybe I wasn't in the picture because I still had a little belly after my third or I don't know. I just, and I should have been in them. There's no reason I should not have been in them. I should have, but I just didn't feel comfortable in myself. So that has been just absolutely freeing and wonderful. And I love that about it. For anyone like me who is thinking about doing this program and you, your job, you're worried like, oh, I don't know if I could be on live calls. I just want to say I had to do a majority of recorded phone calls or live uh, recorded Zooms. And because I work in a school and my lunch period is not long and I could not get on most of the live calls. And I just want to let you know it works. It still works if you have to do recorded. I, Mm -hmm. I related to everyone's coaching so much. I learned from everyone in my group, all of you. I know you might not know my face, but I saw all of yours and I just want to let you know it helped me so much. And there was always a channel on Slack for me to reach out to Laura to get coaching. Yeah. And when I could get on live, I did, but it wasn't often until the summer. So I just want yeah. to know, recorded works. Like if you need to go that route, it worked wonders for me. I love that you're sharing that. I love that because I don't want to make this something that you have to manipulate your schedule around if you want to, because you're usually doing the Peloton at that time or whatever. But if you're working, it's like, this is still available to you. And what I always tell people, and I may have shared this with you too, Bonnie, is like, actually, sometimes it's better if you have to watch it recorded because it does level up your commitment. You have to really follow through on your word to watch the recording when you say you're going to watch the recording. And so it gives you another opportunity to hone that inner accountability. So good freaking job. And I love that you're sharing that. That's so helpful. Lindsay and then Carly, and then we'll wrap it up. I would say that the biggest thing for me is I'm having lost the weight is I'm, I'm a happier person day to day going in and out of whatever life requires of me for the day. I'm doing it from a place of really feeling good in my skin and feeling great about how I look and with free of drama in my head about what am I or not going to be able to control myself around. And I just, I show up as a better mom, a better wife, a better professional, because I'm just a lot happier and not burdened by thoughts about a failure, really feeling like a failure. Yeah. And yeah, I, and I, similar to Bonnie with the schedule for me, my schedule is not always flexible, but I made the time because I'm Mm. able to a little bit more than others with their work schedule. And I wanted to, because I was having so much fun in the program and getting so much out of it that I would be, even if I missed the call, it's so excited to get home or get in the car after work and watch the recording while I'm driving or or whatever, because I just enjoyed it. And it's a lot of fun. 
I love that you're sharing that too, because that's part of what makes it easy, right? When it's enjoyable, it's so helpful. You look forward to it. It doesn't feel like one more thing, right? Okay, Carly, you go. I would just say quickly, the last thing is the group because I don't have Facebook. I'm not a social media person. And I thought like, oh, I want more one-on-one like by myself. But then the group was so helpful. Like I still text a couple of gals like on the side and I'm not someone who like, again, I've never used Instagram. I'm showing my age, but I just, I met people, even though not in person that supported me through not only mm. the program, but my other things going on in my life. And I still talk to them now. Maybe someday I'll travel to where they are and meet them. And so that yes. for me is a big takeaway. Oh, that is so huge. Yes. It really becomes like a community and even a sisterhood and everybody has each other's backs. It's not a place where compare and despair is allowed. It's totally the opposite of that. Right. And actually if, I mean, this is just, this is kind of, I'm just riffing a little bit, but if that compare and despair does come up, because sometimes it will come up actually at the beginning of the experience, it's actually a huge opportunity. It's actually such a good thing that the comparison comes up because then you can clean it up and then you're free from it forever. Right. Your brain, our human brains are designed to compare, but the despair is optional. We do not have to despair. And then that way you notice, okay, I'm comparing, despairing. Can I just become aware without any of the drama? And then can I use it as a dare? Can I use it as a way to level up my own thoughts and my own feelings? If somebody else is winning, if somebody else is losing the weight, if somebody else is celebrating something, I can take that as a dare and dare myself to just be inspired by them, right? And that, so that is why it's like seven different reasons as to why I no longer do one-on-ones because it's just too good in the group. And if compare and despair comes up, it's on purpose so that you can clean it up once and for all, because I don't want your, I don't want feelings being delegated to other people's results, right? I want you to be in charge. Yeah. Bonnie, if you have anything else you want to say on that, I know you were nodding your head. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I remember in the beginning, definitely feeling that compare and despair because I wasn't losing fast enough. I felt like I saw other people going down quicker. And then I remember you just talking about it and teaching us to use it as inspiration. If it happens for that person, it can happen for you. And once I kept repeating those thoughts to myself, Mm -hmm. that's when I saw myself just kind of letting some of that compare go. And it gave me such motivation and inspiration. That was so helpful. I love that. It's so good. I just want to thank you because this has been really inspiring for anybody. I'm hoping that it's been very inspiring. It's inspiring for me just listening. So I really appreciate it. I feel like you guys are on this mission with me to help free at least a million moms from and women and people from now we've got the delicious daddy club and people from just the whole that food and our bodies and our weight can have on us, but it's totally optional. So if you guys do want to apply for the Yummy Mummy experience, you can go to lauraconley.com and click work with me and you can join us. Thank you to everybody. Have the best week ever. And I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. 
pretty, pretty pleased with the cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, The Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys, have the best day ever. Bye.